0: Hi everyone, Uh, this is Kyle, here with an episode of The Shipping Manifest. Uh, We actually recorded this last weekend, uh, but there's some issues with some overlapping audio and just some weird technical difficulties that we had to deal with because it was storming in Chicago, so our signal wasn't great, Uh, but we had a pretty good... Conversation, and I still want to put out this episode, just because I don't know. It's it's been a while. It's been since January, uh. So I'm putting this out. I apologize that I wasn't able to get that cleaned up, but with the way the anchor is, there's not really a clean way of uh, dealing with. The overdubbing and the sync issue. But, anyways, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's fun. Uh, We have a pretty exciting conversation, and it does get split up a couple of times because of uh, disconnections, as you do. Um, But, anyways, I hope you enjoy. We'll probably be back soon with another episode because, well, as you'll hear uh not a whole lot else going on for a lot of people so right. bye bye round three okay I think it's working now
1: <coughs> good
0: that's not <laughs> that's not the ronikoff is it
1: No. So that was what I was talking about. Prior to coronavirus being a thing, I had a viral infection that was not coronavirus. And it literally was just a cough. Like, I didn't have any other symptoms of anything else. And at first, I thought it was like, oh, it's just a cold. And this was like, February 3rd. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Oh, no, it was like, Yeah, no, it was February 3rd because it was before, it was before C2E2. And uh, I went and they were like, oh, yeah, it's a viral thing. And like coronavirus was like just becoming a thing in like China. And I think Mm -hmm. we had one case in the United States. And everybody was starting to be like, oh, shit, what's this coronavirus thing? So when I went to um, the emergency or not the emergency room, I went to urgent care. And I was like, hey, so I've had this cough for a while. That's literally my only symptom is I just can't get rid of this cough. And they were like, cool, 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 cool. And I was like, yeah, so it's not coronavirus, right? They're like, have you been to China? And I went, no. they're like, no, anyone (laughs) has been to China? And I said, no. And it's not coronavirus. And I went, okay, cool, 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 cool. They said, but you do have a virus. And it's probably going to, you know, here's some drugs you can take. And um. That'll last you about a month. And, you know, you'll feel better in about seven to ten days, but the cough could last for eight weeks. And I went, cool, super fun time. So, yeah, that is the lingering cough um, I still have a little bit of, which has also been super fun now that coronavirus is a thing, Mm -hmm. because um, before we were all quarantined and everything, and it was like, hey, this is really scary, and people, it's like rapidly affecting people by in mass numbers every day and then trying to take the bus to work and I'm just it's just a cough y'all it's just a cough mm-hmm. so yeah everyone on the bus hated me for a couple of weeks but then we it's, went quarantine
0: yeah uh around that same time my roommate's allergies started kicking in and that's been making her cough too so right as the news started flying <laughs> in, and I'm hearing from the other room a lot of coughing, and I'm I'm just like, I already have anxiety. I don't need this on top of it, right? Like exacerbating things. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's just allergies. But it is uh, fucking terrifying out there uh yeah. because uh i'm i'm really glad that you're able to work from home me too uh, because i'm not able to yeah uh, cuz i made the the awesome decision to quit my job in january and i was like oh it's going to be fine you know i'm going to i'm going to find something new pretty quick everybody's hiring like no big deal uh it took forever for me to find a job uh because just nobody was getting back to me and then i finally got a response from uh one of the places that i applied to like before i quit and they hired me well that just so happens to be a calzone delivery place is it uh, the
1: local calzone zone
0: we have one uh that is like that all of our <laughs> all of our calzones are uh subtitled with zone uh so we have like the work zone and the bro zone that's the meat one if you so it of- is
1: so the owner of this establishment is in fact ben wyatt
0: pretty much
1: okay cool cool much. uh
0: so i i started the job right as quarantines were start to starting to roll out uh and i was like wow well this is not terrifying at all uh, but I had been basically quarantined for a month and a half already, uh so i I wasn't really interacting with a ton of people, but now I'm out there uh you know delivering to all manner of people and it is uh it is a little harrowing yeah my my hands are raw from how much I wash my hands. Because I'm, I'm washing my hands after oh, every single delivery. But then I'm also doing dishes. So my hands are just dried out to shit. Um, but uh, the, yeah, the number one thing that I want to say is. If you are quarantined during this. And you decide that you are going to be ordering delivery. Tip your delivery driver. Because they are putting their lives at risk right now. (laughs) And they, and, and like, I know things are hard for everyone. I get that.
1: Just, but if you can afford delivery, you can afford a tip. Because
0: when, when I, I have worked seven days at this job, and every single one of those days, I've gotten stiff at least once, if not multiple times. And it is, really disheartening thankfully other people are are taking care of of the drivers and like tipping more than than you would normally get so i'm having some decent nights like i'm still having Mm -hmm. to go out there uh and then when somebody you know puts down a tip of zero dollars and zero cents it's like wow yeah
1: Cool, buddy. Like, Hope you get the it's, coronavirus. It's real rough. Hope. <laughs> Hope I'm yeah. an asymptomatic yeah. car- carrier, so you it's... bitch. Yeah. Because my hands were just all over your food. You don't
0: know. You don't know.
1: Not really, but you um, don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I I. Have I've seen been Avoiding touching anything that I don't need to touch. Uh. But.
1: No, I know. <laughs> It's yeah. just more of the you know, you mm-hmm. don't know who who's doing what with what. Like, just take care of people. So Yeah. Just just don't be shitty. Hey. Rules yeah. to live by it's in not life hard. is just don't be it's, fucking it's shitty. It's really
0: not. And like I'm not I'm no. not asking. I'm not it's asking. Really not for
1: it costs you everyone nothing.
0: to put five dollars on their on their tips. Like I'm not asking for that, but like a buck or two like just just something because i'm not making minimum wage i'm being paid a tipped wage to do this job so like right it's it's not right it's not that much to ask i don't think
1: well and that's the thing you know we're both yeah. um former grubhub employees And we worked in the, like, call center, so we would get the phone calls from both the Mm -hmm. unhappy customers and the unhappy clients. And when you have people who say, you know, I don't want to deliver to this guy anymore because he doesn't tip, you know, we have a hard time, Mm -hmm. you know, disagreeing with that decision. Even though it's my job to, like, make sure that they, like, still do their job, you know. It's shitty to say, to not tip somebody in any context, but especially now when these people are just trying to, like restaurants are going to, are struggling, are going to Mm -hmm. continue to struggle for so long because of this. And it's like, you can at least pay the people who bring you your food. And it's like, you're saying, oh yeah, I want to order. Like the whole, I've been ordering out significantly more than I normally do because Mm -hmm. one, I just am lazy and I don't like to cook and I work till seven. So it's like, I don't really want to cook at seven o'clock at night. Also, because I know that like, I want to stimulate the economy. And if I want to go to that restaurant again, when this is over, I have to, you know, help them stay in business while it's going on. And like you, a lot of places, you don't even have to Mm -hmm. think about it. You can just click a button and pre tip. So like, you don't even have to write it on the thing. So if you're ordering through Grubhub, guess what? You can do a 25% tip and just give them a little extra. And we, I've been saying literally my whole life and we say it was a thing that we would say at Grubhub all the time. If you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to eat out. So it's like, and that's the thing is like, if I can't afford to tip after the Mm -hmm. delivery fee and everything, then I shouldn't be ordering this food. So, and it's no different in (laughs) in the time of Rona.
0: oh man (laughs) uh there's gonna be such a shitty oscar bait movie like love in the time of rona uh
1: yeah well that's the or love in the time of covid 19 just based off of love in the time of cholera but updated to people who live instead of being trapped on boats they're trapped in Mm -hmm. quarantine and talking over skype or something <laughs> Copywriting it right now. This is my I'm not I'm <laughs> Kyle not touching and I are gonna that write this movie because it
0: sounds <laughs> aggravating. It sounds I don't want to deal with it. Uh but it's it's uh it's been real uh tough to to go through because like I already yeah. had a lot of social anxiety and like I, I didn't I've never been able to deal with big crowds and being around people that I didn't know very well. And this has only made that worse. Yeah. <laughs> like and, yeah. yeah. Because and, and now like, you're like, cool, before what are you? Hearing? It was like, oh, I'm not super down with crowds of like a hundred or more. And now it's ten or more. If I see more than 10 people, I'm losing my fucking mind. And so I'm just, I'm, if I don't have to go to work, I'm not leaving my house. Uh, like it's, it's right. really messed up. And like, the thing is, when we get through this, I'm going to have long lasting uh, effects from it. Like it's, it, I'm never going to be able to be comfortable again, because I'm always going to have that in the back of my mind. And I think I, yeah.
1: Well, and I think that everyone's going to be like that. I think it's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to see a fundamental way things change. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of the things too, that there's always been an excuse why we can't do that. But suddenly when we have a pandemic, we can do that. So when the systems that have been, oh, that's too difficult or that's too expensive or we're not able to do that thing, suddenly now we can mm-hmm. do it when it's required to keep people alive. No,
0: it's no. Like, we, you can't we, lie to we, us anymore. <laughs> like, that's one, uns- <laughs> like, that's a sketch you can't <laughs> shake. Like it's it's done. Like we're here. Welcome. Uh, yeah. So it's it's just. Right. It's going to be fascinating uh, to see how things change going forward like once we're over the hump of this and that that's it's kind of hard to think of it that way because right now we're still in like we're not even in the middle of it we're still at the beginning uh, and it's it's going to get worse before it gets better and th- that's that's scary and yeah. uh, like I don't know really how to uh, manage my emotions about it.
1: Um. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, it's, we're in a, it's it's like uncharted territory, you know, like we don't know how it's, how things are going to change from here on out Mm -hmm. yet. And we don't know how long it's going to last. And like, it's the, the doc, the CDC doctor guy who's been, you know, in, the public and trying to like every time Trump speaks, yeah. he comes out and is like, okay, but here's the actual truth. Um, He, he said, you know, you don't get to pick the timeline. The virus picks the timeline. So like we can sit here all day long and be like, yeah, by give it We're two not, weeks and we'll all be back to normal. We're not. Number it's one, not, because it's not,
0: like not, not everyone feasible. has been and following like, the rules. So like we already have missed right. the boat on like, tamping this down as much as possible as shown by the fact that America is now number 1 in confirmed cases.
1: Yeah, so, like, number 1 guys. That's, we did it. That's
0: not going to just go away, <laughs> you know.
1: How how come we're never number 1 at anything that's like good? We're always like yeah. number one in most gun shooting deaths and number yeah. one in least educated people and number yeah. one in covid nineteen outbreaks, but we're never like number one in uh education or <laughs> best hospitals in the world yeah <laughs> like, like i don't i don't we don't even
0: have the best candy in the world like we <laughs> like we can't even manage that right uh it's it's
1: is it, did we do we're it yet, guys? Is it. America great yet?
0: Yeah, I can't. I, that's what Are we <laughs> that's what all the bumper sitters tell me. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what I've been told. Uh, we're we're making it.
1: I will say, I will say, hell did kind of freeze over today, or at least, um, COVID 19 in the last couple days has made hell kind of freeze over. Um, in that i
0: had to give
1: props to trump for something and uh because he the that one republican fucker who was trying to block the aid by like yeah trump came out and was like listen this isn't the time for that like we need to help people and it needs to get done But like like, as soon as trump
0: gets done doing that he'll like like five minutes later he'll say something really fucked up and it's like dude
1: (laughs) i know know he does but i had to give him props i had to give him props for the one thing i'm not converted now and like trump's a great Mm -hmm. president but that one thing he did right and and then i also this morning had to like give fox news props because they fired that chick who said really the outbreak was, was a
0: hoax. That, was that yeah, Laura Ingram? She
1: left the network. But that's... okay. No, it was... Because um, Ingram's Tracy been something. saying
0: some pretty heinous shit, too.
1: Yeah, she's always saying some shit. That one, though, is she was the first one on Fox to straight up be like, it's a hoax. It's a Democratic hoax to malign Trump's re-election campaign. And well, even like, Trump was like mm, he, he, <laughs> maybe. he was saying it he, at, at he bad, some rallies
0: too <laughs> early on.
1: <laughs> he was he was at the beginning. And then now that it when it got serious, then he was like, yeah. we'll pull back on that narrative a little bit. <laughs> like, right. Now that Rand Paul right. has it, let's pull back on. Yeah. Narrative a it's, little it's,
0: bit. it's pretty <laughs> fascinating how how the people who are getting it are <laughs> the ones that it's like.
1: Maybe. Right. That's I had. So I had this conversation with my mom, and she got mad at me. Yeah. She was like, "All right, Kelsey's in on, ta- on a tear." But like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she texted me that like Prince Charles got it. Right. And I was like, "Great. I don't give a shit." Like the only t- the only three people that have been confirmed diagnosed with it that I give a shit about are Idris mm-hmm. Elba and Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks. Those are the only ones, besides like normal people, I'm not talking about like the average person's grandma who's been sick with it. I'm talking about like political figures and public figures. Other than that, everyone else who's been like Mm -hmm. confirmed diagnosed are like really shitty people. And so I'm just (laughs) kind of like, I don't care. (laughs) And she was like, Prince Charles has it, hasn't seen the queen in weeks. And I was just like, great. I hope he dies. Like, I don't care. And she was like, well, I guess you're on the terror. Hope I don't get it. I said, saying some celebrity who is in a position of arbitrary, like isn't even in a position of power. He's a figurehead. He's an arbitrary figurehead Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who has more money than God, like so fucking rich, could be doing something to help his people and is not doing it. So why do I give a shit now if he has the virus? Good. I hope it kills him because he's not doing anything to help anybody. The same thing with Rand Paul. I hope he fucking dies. And that's shitty to say in any other context Mm -hmm. context, but Rand Paul's a piece of shit. He knowingly infected in he knowingly exposed every single person who works at the White House and in the Senate. He knowingly had it and still or was tested for it and was still walking around like his shit didn't stink and fine. And then now he's got it and acts like it's not a big deal. Good. I hope it kills him.
0: Yeah. Harvey Weinstein.
1: Hope he fucking dies. Like, literally, like, Boris yeah. Johnson, good. RIP to you, too. Like, I just, I don't care, because those people are making it more difficult for people, like, my parents, who are, you know, people in their mm-hmm. 50s and 60s who are at risk. And people like my friends who are, you know, compromised and are at risk. Like, those people have made it significantly more difficult for normal people who are innocent and don't deserve to have to die from the coronavirus because you didn't feel like helping anybody. And you didn't feel right. like taking it seriously when it clearly was a serious <laughs> issue. God. So like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> like, and it's not the same as like my mom getting it. And that was not a fair hope. I don't get it. That's right. not fair. And, and like the I, other part it of it is, not that.
0: is like, I'm not going to get into like a whole rant about monarchy, but like, who gives a shit about Prince Charles? Like, what what has he done for literally anyone?
1: Right. Well, that's the thing. it's like, he's an arbitrary title. He's not. Yeah. he's the prince, but the prince does nothing. He is a prince in title only, and he's uh-huh. wealthy, and he's inbred within an inch of his life. And like, I don't care and oh I'm sorry and then she was like Camilla's right. fine though and I'm like I don't know who Camilla is and he's like she's like oh his girlfriend the one he cheated on Diana with and right. I was like cool <laughs> I hope she gets it too like I I'm sorry the only information that I really legitimately have about Prince Charles is that he married Prince he married mm-hmm. Diana humiliated her until the day she died and then right and then after she died and then in response to his son, get, one of his sons getting married, humiliated his son's wife, has made her life miserable to the point that the two of them have left the royal family and would rather not have any money or title or or influence from being part of the royal mm-hmm. family if it means that they don't have to put up with racism. So, cool. bravo to that guy. Don't not feel really. real bad if he dies from coronavirus. Not, not real upset about it. Yeah. Him not real crushed. Same with, you know, like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Cool, maybe you shouldn't have raped people.
0: It's it's uh a wild time to be alive. Uh let's let's be Seriously? super real. Uh because I I don't even know what to think about like everything but, that's man, going you- on and like how our infrastructure is so so bad and so not equipped for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, it's really not uh, at least the economy. Right.
1: Um, hey, you know, right. <laughs> That's the one thing that I will say as as much as it's, you know, I've lost I lost all three of my mm-hmm. grandparents within the last six years so like one right after the other and um i'm kind of glad that they're not here for this as much as i miss having them in my life because all three of them would have been super at risk because my grandma's a diabetic who didn't take care of her diabetes my grandma was a a diabetic who didn't take care of her diabetes my other grandma had dementia and alzheimer's and was immunocompromised and whatever and my grandpa had like multiple heart surgeries and like was immunocompromised and like at the end of his life so yeah I'm not I'm glad that I don't have the stress of having to worry about my grandparents yeah, like dying of coronavirus <laughs> because it sounds like a lot all three of them died in their sleep so like I surrounded by like other than my grandpa my grandpa was, al- was alone with my grandma in the house but like my two grandmothers both died in their sleep with their family with them. So, you know, Alone. much better way to go than like the pneumonia, the bronchitis and pneumonia that you got. Now you're trapped in a hospital quarantined yeah. away from everybody and your family can't come visit you. So, and then both my aunts are cancer mm-hmm. survivors. So they definitely wouldn't be been able to go see her or not, my aunt and my mom are both cancer survivors. So it was like, yeah, I'm like, hoof." And then we were joking about it because, like, when my grandma was in, she moved when they moved her out of her house and into like like senior community living. She hated it and she was really Mm -hmm. upset about it. But like, she couldn't live in the house anymore, and like, because she was like, she just couldn't do it, you know. And like, the straw was she fell down the stairs and like cut her arm on the metal on a metal. Um, you didn't go into my grandma's house when we visited, but like, so the, upst- the upstairs stairwell okay. has a metal railing and she like cut herself on that metal railing. And when my aunt came and like, she hit her life alert and the paramedics came and it, she got stitches and it wasn't that bad. Like it was just like a few stitches, but also she could have hit her head and then she would have died and bled out. And like, so that's when they were like, okay, you can't live here by yourself anymore. You're 90 and the when my aunt showed up when the paramedics called her one of the paramedics had to stop her in the doorway and be like okay it is not as bad as it looks she's fine i just need you to know that because the it looks insane literally because she cut her arm and then fell down the stairs there was like blood on the wall and blood all over the floor and like she couldn't get up so there's like she's bleeding and like rolling around on the carpet and she said it literally looked like somebody had been murdered and it was just a cut on her arm that had like (laughs) five stitches or something (laughs) So yeah and so we were talking about though after she moved she like was so angry about having to live there like very angry very resentful part of that was because she was starting to lose her mind a little bit and so it was and part of that is because she'd always been just a very selfish conceited woman and it was whenever my parent my mom or my aunt or my uncle didn't visit her when she wanted them to or hadn't been there in the amount of time that she thought that Mm -hmm. they should have been they were bad children and so she would literally say to my mom you're a bad daughter just bad daughter (laughs) like she was talking to a dog And like, you know, my family's sense of humor is bleak. So it was, you know, we all laughed about it and it was funny. You know, even when it did hurt her, I knew, you knew it hurt her feelings, but she didn't, you know, she just, I gotta laugh it off. Like, just let it get to you. You know, right. I just gotta let it go. You know, it's nothing I can change. But so now we're like, could you just imagine now if like, she was in, her last few years, she was in a, her last year of life, she was in a memory care, or like a, a memory care kind of facility where she couldn't, mm-hmm. if somebody got the flu, they locked things down. Like, if somebody had a cold that went on a little too long, they locked things down and people couldn't visit. So, she would have been one of those, you know, we can't go visit our grandma in the nursing home situations because they have to quarantine the nursing home so people don't infect them and then of course we would have heard it from grandma you're a bad daughter I can't visit you though there's literally nothing we can do about this (laughs) so it's been been kind of funny reminiscing of like what it would have been like if grandma had been here for this because she would have been one of those people that like it wasn't oh and then of course she was a, a little bit of a pathological liar too so it was but it wasn't stuff that mattered it was stuff like i'm going to say this cuz it sounds impressive mm-hmm. and i'm saying it so i get attention and impress people right and i feel like that's just like a 50s kind of thing you know housewives of the 50s had to like one up each other so you know it was like you know if grandma had if grandma was here she would have had it she would have survived it and it would have been you know she would have this that and the other thing and we're just like You know, we would Mm -hmm. have been like, All right, grandma, sure, whatever. (laughs) You know, just she, you know, it was she had like skin cancer at one point and had like it wasn't even it wasn't even fully cancer, it was a cancer a precancerous like mole or mark or something on her leg. And then for but if to anybody else, oh I had really bad skin (sighs) cancer. Okay, grandma. Sure. I beat cancer. No. Okay. Didn't need no it. chemo or just... anything. Sure, grandma. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they just took it out of my that's, leg and I was that's fine. It. Yep. That's how cancer works, Grandma.
0: Yeah, and and, and and that's Nailed the it. thing, like uh Killing it. my my sister survived cancer. Uh she had thyroid cancer when she was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I mm-hmm. I mean I still think about her being out there because she... She had been working three jobs prior to this. She was working as a dental assistant. She was working as a server at a pizza place and she was working as a barista. So, like, all three of those are high contact uh, kind of situations. And yeah, I don't uh, like, I don't know when I'm going to be. (laughs) <laughs> and to see her next because I'm worried about like if I'm carrying if she if she's carrying like I don't know what's going on and right. then my mom has also had thyroid issues my grandma is uh older yeah. now both of my grandmas are you know so I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to see them is uh and then you know I I think about it a lot because my, my dad died in 2014 of a type of cancer that uh, normally people mm-hmm. 20 years older than he was get uh, so it was, it was already a freak situation that he had this cancer uh, but I, yeah. I constantly think about like how he would have reacted to all the situations that we've been in over the past six years, uh, because the past six years have been, uh, pretty rough, uh, pretty rough in general, but I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, it's pretty scary because yet like there are, there are friends who aren't immunocompromised (laughs) that I still won't be able to see for a very long time. One of my friends who lives 45 minutes away, we haven't been able to hang out since last May just because of how busy she is. But, like, it's going to be, it's going to become over a year since we've last hung out because of this whole situation. Uh, and, and that sucks. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have a ton of people that I hang out with, uh, but the people that I do hang out with, I care about a lot. Uh, so this, this whole situation has been, uh, pretty rough. And then there's also the fact that, I mean, this is the first time that I'm going to say it on the podcast, but I came out, uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, I came out as trans and I was planning on this being the Mm -hmm. year that I began my transition. I can't do that now. I can't like, I can't. It's it's not right cuz it's, it's not, not essential at the moment. So <laughs> so I I have to put put that on hold and like I'm sorry Coachella got canceled but like my life got canceled. Like I I
1: Right. Like I you know what? I'm not sorry Coachella. Coachella got canceled. Yes. You know what? Fuck Coachella. Fuck the people who run Coachella. Like Coachella the mm-hmm. owner of Coachella is the fucking garbage person who is a Trump supporter and like Yeah. Donates to like anti-gay causes. So like yeah. fuck Coachella. I don't give a shit about Coachella. Um <sighs> I do appreciate. So again, so like C2E2 yeah. was abnormally early this year. Which it was holy shit the last shit, weekend like, of February. Like, so great. <laughs> right. So it was like pre, it's like uh-huh. it feels like read pop new. But like so we were joking because things had just started to get a little bit dicey that that same week. And so we were all kind of like, do we, are we still gonna, yeah, we're gonna. And so we did. And like people, we still had it. And like, they didn't cancel. Nobody pulled out, but like Mm -hmm. everybody was taking extra precautions. So like Caitlin and Caitlin and I were doing our typical, you know, visiting people that Caitlin knows and that I know and like that kind of thing. But we had, a pack of like, we brought like extra sanitation stuff and snacks and like things that would help people feel more comfortable. Like, do you, did you run out of hand wipes? Here you go. Did you run out of hand sanitizer? Mm -hmm. Here you go. Just to help. And then she, at some point, one of the artists that she's friends with heard a story from some random people that like, we didn't know personally at a bar about this. (laughs) It was, they were calling her the patron. (laughs) patron saint of artist alley coming around with snacks and like hand sanitizer so yeah so now we're gonna um try to do it like as like a sponsored thing for next year and like be a place that you know people can come and pick up stuff if they need it so like bottled water and hand sanitizer and like because even you know when we have conventions again they're gonna be vastly different than they have been in the past but like people, people doing signings, and like Tom King. So we were. Cara was right by where we called it the Hell Row because it was Tom King, Doc Shaner, and um, oh, Mitch Garrett. No. And they were all right there, <laughs> and so it was like the most. And and Cara was on the other side of that aisle. Or like she was on, like she was in a different mm-hmm. aisle, but like her back was to them. And so we were like. This is the hell aisle because it is not that those are those are people that we like that it's going to be impossible to get through there. But like every time I walked past, they already had masks on. They had gloves on for their signings. They had signs that said, hey, no handshaking, fist bumps or, you know, whatever, but like as minimal contact as possible. And that was already and we had been joking Mm -hmm. that it was the first last con of the year. Because at that point we were starting to get nervous and they were then the literally the next week, everything escalated and they canceled ECCC and they canceled Coachella and they canceled ultra music fest and they canceled everything. And we all went, Oh shit. We really are the last convention of the year. (laughs) So everything's postponed. Some of them have dates. Some of them don't. And then mm-hmm. the Olympics are postponed by a year, which the bright spot in the darkness, as sad as it is that things are getting canceled, we got to watch yeah. the deep <laughs> dick pound trend multiple times. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like that is just a chef's kiss and, and there's of like
0: there's been little I mean, little much things I, like that, that that have just helped out, like the butthole cut. Right. Like...
1: Right, the butthole cut, release the butthole cut.
0: Just, just small like, little, like, you morsels know, of, like, me- hey, it's gonna be okay. <laughs>
1: like. Right. Like, the, um... What was it? The, um... The memes that oh, we started yeah. in Chicago of our mayor, because she, Lori uh-huh. Lightfoot is fucking fed up with all of our bullshit right now. And she's like an angry uh-huh. little mother who's just like, get in your fucking and house. And she,
0: she always has that <laughs> look on her face, um, like, told you to come, uh, I told you to come home by lights out or yeah. lights up. Like.
1: Right. What? When- <laughs> So now there's one. Since I'm sure you've heard that they closed, they like closed and barricaded mm-hmm. off the lakefront path and the parks because people were treating this like it's a vacation. And it's like, oh, it's 55 degrees no. outside. Let's go out groups no. and, and no, that's literally not the point. <laughs> like this isn't summer vacation. It is a serious issue that we should all be home. So she said, that's it. We're done. I'm closing everything down. You can be fined fi- up like $500 Mm -hmm. or more or be arrested if you are out in these places and groups of people, no one can go there now anymore at all. If you want to go for a run, run around your neighborhood by yourself, but you cannot go in a group of, you cannot go anywhere where people can congregate. And so then now it's like this one picture of her where she's standing there and like both of her legs are out and she's got that same look on her face and she's holding like a file of facts or something. And she just, with their arms in f- and it's like in front of her and it's just like people have been <laughs> photoshopping her in front of the barricades <laughs> it's very funny and so it's like little little things that we have to laugh mm-hmm. at because we're all mm-hmm. terrified and we just need a bright spot in the darkness and speaking of bright spots Ugh. in the darkness if you oh, haven't seen birds, seen birds of prey, prey. we have time a
0: chance to talk about it Birds of Prey. Go
1: by Birds of Birds Prey. Birds of Prey was
0: so good. And it made me it made me so happy. And and like thinking about the fact that like that's that's gonna be the last movie that I see in a theater for a long time. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Like
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't yeah. I didn't sully it yeah. with going to see too. Sonic. Like I I just I went out on a high note and I uh, I I love that movie so fucking much and
1: listen here's my here's my so here's my recommendation for Birds of Prey do you like joy? do you like mm-hmm. pretty women doing awesome things? do you like stories mm-hmm. that have egg sandwiches in them? do you like uh, including Martin her Belli own stunts anything? Um, including her own stunts. She did her own fucking stunts. And when you see those stunts, you will be impressed. Do you like Ewan McGregor being a flamboyant gay gay rich man? Mm -hmm. Well, do I have the movie for Mm -hmm. you? (laughs) It is called Birds of Prey. You can buy it on video on demand that they released early so that we could enjoy it while we're all stuck at home. And you will not regret it. You will not regret it. I watched it three times and it came out on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> I, I, I need to I need to block out a little bit of time uh, this weekend and, and do the same because oh god. I, I just haven't been able to yeah. stop thinking about it and it's been it's been a while since it came out, but like it just it made me yeah so excited because just like good. we never get that type of movie. We never we never get like a no, Girl don't. gang movie. And i I fucking loved it. It was so exciting to to have them just be authentically those characters. Uh, they they didn't they didn't fuck it up. And it was really nice. And I actually really like the added depth that they gave to Huntress. Uh, Because in a lot of portrayals, Huntress can kind of come off as, uh, I wouldn't even say like one note, but like, there isn't always a lot to her, depending on who's writing her. Uh, But like, right, making her kind of socially awkward, because she saw her whole fucking family murdered in front of her. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That checks out.
1: Well, yeah, she saw her whole family murdered and then she immediately yeah. did a Batman thing and went to train to child. get revenge. So, like, you know, that's gonna make... uh uh-huh. Yeah, that's gonna make you a fucking weird. Because I don't know if you guys noticed, but you know who also Batman. is kind of socially awkward and weird? <laughs> like... Batman. <laughs> fucking Batman, who also watched his parents get uh-huh. murdered and then trained his uh, whole life to get vengeance. And,
0: and I just really appreciated that they didn't shy away from letting each of those characters, every single one of the characters in that movie is a little weird. Like, they they all have their own yeah. quirks. And, and nobody's too clean. Nobody's too like, perfect. Nobody is the idealized version of that character. They all have weird shit. Like...
1: So, like... One of the things that was like the biggest pushback from like the dude bros was that you they made Margot Robbie be <laughs> not hot or whatever. And I, in first of all, yes, incorrect, vastly incorrect. Second, like if you aren't attracted to Margot Robbie in that movie uh-huh. in any of the outfits that she was in, like there were like she wasn't always like the breakup mode outfit, like. The outfits she was wearing to to uh-huh. Sionis' club were fucking amazing. Like, if you didn't find her attractive...
0: I'm, I'm really partial to, the, to the prison breakout outfit. Uh, that's That's my fave.
1: I mean, all of the outfits are great. I'm just saying, yeah. if you weren't attracted to her in that movie then you are not and, attracted and, and to the, women the
0: really and that's okay interesting thing about it is the way that they talked about her in that movie is they made it out like she looked like Charlize Theron in Monster and it's like what what movie did you right. watch
1: <laughs> I know
0: they, what, didn't. The yeah. well, they didn't. That's the problem. Yeah, they didn't watch right. the movie. That's right. the problem. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because they were so busy wanting it to fail. But also, like, I don't understand how she was ever not hot in the movie. I'm sorry she ate ice cream. Is Was that what I, was not hot? Or, like, I, I just don't know. I just genuinely don't know if they saw the same trailer that I did. I really,
0: I or, really can't yeah, figure it out. I
1: don't
0: know. How they would rather just burn down their own like sexual attraction just to say that she didn't look hot. And it's like you're you're wrong. (laughs) You you you're just
1: Yeah in in every way. Objectively wrong.
0: Like, no. Get get the fuck out of here Mm. with that. Sorry she didn't look like a fucking Greg Land drawing. Like holy moly
1: or uh what's that one guy that
0: j that j j scott j campbell. campbell yeah
1: something j scott campbell yeah sorry she's which not like a scott I, I don't know drawing. if we've
0: talked about this but j scott campbell is one of the most frustrating artists to me because he simultaneously draws something where i'm like oh that's oh, oh okay uh, oh but eh, that's that's kind of gross like i i can never just enjoy a piece of his art like i just look at it i'm like technically your your draftsmanship is really good but (laughs) there's just that all the women look like blow up dolls uh he's oh god he's so frustrating
1: have you seen, he's been showing off his Black Widow oh, covers that are yeah. like supposed to be tie-ins to the movie. And so there's one picture cover of, of Natasha and one cover of Yelena. And like, um, it is just the, I don't think he understands how no. body proportions no. work in any context. And it's just they and they look exactly the same except one is a short-haired blonde. Well, he can and the only draw one face. Redhead. Right. And it's just yeah. it's just upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just Mm-mm. don't think you've ever seen no. a woman.
0: It's 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 real rough. Uh yeah, it's so back to back to birds of prey. Uh I, I really liked that they tried something new with Cass. Um, I thought that was a, a real cool take on that character. Because...
1: Yeah. Cass I I, I, I weak point for that. I can movie.
0: definitely see where you're coming from on it. I just feel like comics Cass probably would have stuck out like a sore thumb in that story.
1: Right. I just think I didn't think Cassandra sure. was needed in the movie. Um, and I think that you could have subbed in that character. You could have yeah. made that literally any other character. I mean, yeah. it, you could have just made it Steph. Instead of trying to ham-hand Cassane like, into whatever that was. Um, not that I'm saying that she was bad. She was a good actress and she entertained right. me. It's just she was Steph Brown. You know, yeah. or Harper Rowe. You know, it it just, and that's a dis, and like as somebody who really enjoys, um, cast as a character, mm-hmm. as is in comics. I, it's frustrating because like
0: you're you're not wrong, absolutely. Um, I I like yeah. that they chose Cass just to, uh, further diversify things.
1: Um. Yeah, but you could have made St- you could have made Steph. True. Not white.
0: I I liked her. Uh but I I don't fault you for not uh being into it uh, or as yeah. into it. Um
1: It didn't ruin the movie for me. It just if I had to say something that I didn't like about the movie, that would be the one thing that I was like, "Mm, they could have just done sure. this differently and I would have been happier with it."
0: Um, but uh, I I really thought that making uh Black Mask and Zaz like a couple is one of the most inspired things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> god and like
1: it's so good when
0: when chris messina was cast as Zaz, i was pretty much just going off of him as the guy who was on newsroom and the mindy project and i'm like really (laughs) that guy and he crushed it he did so well in that movie uh and like it was it was really interesting to have roman and Zaz as kind of like this very similar relationship to what Joker and Harley were but like almost a little bit right. healthier like there wasn't the full on abuse of Zaz in that situation um so I thought right. that was pretty uh pretty smart
1: right yeah zaz has agency yeah. in the movie uh, Where Harley never had agency
0: with. She was essentially the star of Suicide Squad. And had zero agency. And and I think the most fascinating thing is. Comparing (laughs) Harley in Suicide Squad. To Birds of Prey. And just like showing how she acts. How she's shot. How she dresses. Everything is so different. And so much better in Birds of Prey. Because it's not it's not a constant yeah. cheesecake factory. Uh she she's in
1: Right. Oh man, cheesecake <laughs> oh, I'm factory sounds so, so, I'm so good right now. <laughs> Maybe they're
0: delivering. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, they're
1: they they do not deliver this far.
0: But uh, they don't deliver this
1: far north.
0: She she actually got a chance to be a real character uh and like margot was right fantastic with what she had in suicide squad and she made it totally watchable totally entertaining everything you know was good but when you have everything else put together where you have the costume design you have the writing you have the cinematography you have the the direction you have everything come together around her performance and you get to build something three dimensional and 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 more real and more accurate to to what we like about Harley Quinn <coughs> and the reason that she has caught on with, with so many people. And the reason that we like her. Is, is. It's all in that movie. And it's not really in Suicide Squad. Like not. She's, she's kind of kooky. In Suicide Squad. And like oh you know we're the bad guys. And like oh you know. She's doing the voice. But like
1: she's not really Harley yeah. Quinn in
0: that movie. <laughs> like if, if you really break it down.
1: Yeah. Well, I think she's the version of Harley Quinn that was needed for that movie. You know, she was um, because she's, you know, arguably the Harley Quinn that the original version of Harley Quinn, who is a Stockholm Syndrome, you know, sidekick to a bad guy. And, um, you know, she's so in this we got to see her grow Mm -hmm. past that the way she has in comic books. Um, to now that she's her own fully fledged character because we all fell in love with her and wanted more from her um, we got to see her grow past the Suicide Squad version which was arguably just the su- that DC movie universe version of mm-hmm. the origin of the character and then we saw her kind of have the moment in Suicide Squad where she leaves she goes back to the team after letting Joker blow up in the, in the helicopter and having her moment of, I don't want to do that anymore. And then she goes back in, as explained in birds of prey that, and then it doesn't work out. And she realizes Mm -hmm. that's still not what she wants. And then it's over and she gets to grow as a character. And, you know, so we needed a lit as we needed that original sure. version to get to the version that we got,
0: and it. De- I I do I do see how so that yeah. version of the character <laughs> makes what she does in Birds of Prey stronger because you actually do get to see that growth, yeah, uh, and her become more self assured in in who she is and what she she believes. Like like the part in Sionis's bar where she's like call me dumb I have a fucking PhD like it's like yes yes
1: yeah yes
0: (laughs) you're (laughs) oh yeah remembering
1: yes you do you're a doctor you're remembering
0: your strength you're you're remembering your intelligence you're remembering who you were before this stupid green-haired motherfucker like corrupted your brain He's not. It's not
1: even and a good clown. That
0: was the best part. Uh, that was Cass's best part when she just goes, he sounds like a dork. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I screamed yeah. in the theater. I was like, yeah! <laughs> he, is, a he is a dork. dork.
1: He is a dork.
0: Uh, God, I just, I love that movie. And uh, no discussion of Birds of Prey. Involving me would be complete without the discussion of my wife. Oh, Dinah! Oh, Dinah! <laughs> <laughs> my wonderful, wonderful wife. Oh, she's so good. She was.
1: She was God, talk about just costumes. gorgeous.
0: Jesus. and like everything she wore was perfect, and everything she did was perfect, and. Oh my god, when she does the fucking canary cry and she's like, You guys might want to cover your ears. I was like, baby, hit me. Hit me hard. (laughs) Like, go for it. I'm ready. Oh god. It just it just felt so It's so good. So good.
1: I have never identified more with a character Mm, than I did with Carly and the Egg Sandwich. And that that
0: sandwich looked amazing.
1: So, I mean, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast before, but long before Birds of Prey came out, I once made an in-memoriam video on, and put it on my Instagram for a sandwich oh that I did not get to God. eat that was an egg sandwich. What
0: about that.
1: I, so I, uh, <laughs> the listeners, the three of you, um, once upon a time, I had some really good brioche bread and Mm -hmm. like five eggs and I was like I'm gonna make my and it was football it was football Sunday and I was in like a very perky mood and I was like I'm gonna make an egg sandwich in my waffle maker and I'm gonna have this really nice brioche bread eggs cheese you know, a little bit of salt and pepper, a little bit of ketchup. Like, have a good, have a good moment. I had some frozen potato hash browns, mm-hmm. and I was just going to live my best life, right? A couple of, the the day before, I had gotten some Christmas presents from that I had could not bring on the plane home from Minneapolis, shipped to me, and I had unpacked them. And one of them was a food processor, and I had left the chunks of food processor all over my kitchen Um, and didn't really think about the fact that they're very sharp never used blades and as I went to go unplug my waffle machine I sliced my hand open on an exposed blade from the waffle maker or from the
0: food processor
1: of the food processor And um, ran around my apartment, got some blood everywhere, had a moment of panic. It wouldn't stop bleeding, and it got to the point that Mm -hmm. I was lightheaded. So I was like, I've got to go to the ER. (laughs) This is a – probably need some stitches. And without getting into the whole story about the stitches, um, because that's a whole separate hilarious interaction. Um, By the time I got home, it was – this was at, like, 9 30 in the morning by the time I got home it was roughly one o'clock um I did not get to eat my sandwich and it just I came home and it was greeted I was greeted to the mess on my floor of blood and uh the sandwich sitting on the Mm -hmm. sitting on the plate (laughs) with the hash Mm -hmm. browns all of it was cold and all Mm -hmm. of it was not edible because there was some blood on it so I took a video yeah. and I put the sound of silence on the back. And um, so I understood where she, when she was on the ground crying about that egg sandwich, she didn't get to eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been there Harley. I, I think I we've all
0: <laughs> lost something that we wanted to eat real bad. Uh, so like that was that was just just so relatable like you you and she she was so hungry (laughs) she was so hungry and everyone was fucking with her all day and and she was like okay i'm i'm finally out of the woods i'm I'm just gonna just gonna eat my sandwich and then it got worse poor girl poor girl
1: everyone who's ever had that thing that they wanted to eat that they didn't get to eat it's for you that that order that that order that came wrong from mcdonald's that you could now you have to go oh, back would, to mcdonald's to get it <laughs> corrected yeah, i just all right. right and so it's like i guess i just won't eat it you know <laughs> like The McDonald's is across the street from my apartment, and, like, when they fuck up my order, I just go, well, I guess it's if Because
0: because if they fuck up your order, I'm guessing it's probably onions, which means you can't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's usually usually onions. One time I ordered... um, I, like, very specifically ordered... um, a bagel, like, egg and cheese. um, Egg and Like, the egg and cheese breakfast Mm -hmm. bagel, like, with bacon and whatever. And I very specifically ordered that. And uh, they gave me this steak and egg one, which was, like, cool. Upgrade, except it's covered in caramelized onions. And so I'm like, cool. I can't even attempt to eat this. And I was looking so forward to that. Because, like, to get to the point where you're just... you. To get to the point for me to go to McDonald's for breakfast, it's like I genuinely have to yeah. really want and, to and McDonald's, McDonald's you know? breakfast. Is
0: the only thing that I ever like crave from there because it's the only thing that I can like eat and not want to die. Um,
1: right. They're, they're Their right fries okay.
0: are okay, but like getting one of those sausage and egg biscuits, like that hits the
1: spot. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on Suicide Squad? because uh, We've got a lot of other stuff to catch up on. <laughs>
0: nothing on Suicide Squad. Nothing on Birds of Prey. Um, oh, except. Oh yeah. I sorry. Do Birds of say, Prey. Uh, Renee Montoya. Fucking rad. So cool.
1: Amazing. So
0: cool. Fucking. Rad. I really want a question movie with her. uh That would be so dope. Uh. Uh,
1: Seriously, like, all, all
0: that means to be said is
1: I shave my pulse for this.
0: <laughs> that's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's such a good touch. Like that, that movie is filled with, man, that's a great touch. Like so smart, so fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. That it train does. agrees. I live. I live close to a train. Um, but okay. No
1: worries. With the amount of time we've heard high r- sirens going off in the background at my at my mm-hmm. place because I live off of a main road <laughs> right off of Lakeshore Drive. So it's like anybody coming off of LSD is going to like... Yeah, and I had to,
0: right I had to go street. to the like front patio area of my house because uh, Grayson decided that now was the time he was going to go to the litter box. And if you remember from last episode... And my last a while. Uh, so, so I thought I'd just give him a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. of space. <laughs> um, so what do you want to say next?
1: So um, I do need to tell you something that I've kind of been holding off because I feel like I needed to have your reaction in person. Um, but I've come to a revelation okay. in the past couple of months and it wasn't an easy one. But um I think I hate really? the MCU. Really? Interesting. And now that I like I don't there are parts of it that I enjoy and I am thankful for its contribution but now that I'm kind of on the opposite side of the first big chunk uh-huh. of like the MCU movement I got to say
0: Okay, let's I think get I into like it. it.
1: Like, I just, the more I think about the movies and the more I think about the shared universe, the more problems that I find and the more I'm dissatisfied with my experience overall. And again, that's not to say that there haven't been bright spots and that there hasn't been good stuff that I have enjoyed. Like, Mm -hmm. I will always love the first Iron Man movie. I will always look at it fondly. It'll always be something that's very near and dear to me. I... Really enjoyed Winter Soldier. I enjoy parts of Civil War and Iron Man 2. but yeah,
0: don't,
1: Ragnarok don't, is don't good.
0: Leave Peter out of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I enjoy the Spider-Man movies for you know what they are, but I just you know, as a whole encompassing monolith, I'm just largely yeah. dissatisfied with what it's brought. And especially since most mm-hmm. of my journey with it is pretty over, like there's not really like I'm probably going to see Black Panther two and Spider Man three, especially if they if all the rumors yeah. are true and we actually get Matt. Uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, and the more delays that Disney Plus has, I know that we've talked about that before. It's just the less I am enchanted and interested in what they're contributing to the to the MCU that way. Um, like, and I get, and the only reason that like, um, winter soldier is, and Falcon and winter right. soldier is delayed is because of coronavirus. But, um, so that's not really a reason, like, I'm not upset with that. I get it. Like they had to cancel, they had to shut down filming because of it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't really think of anything that makes me go. Yeah. I'm yeah, really there's, satisfied there's with all of it. There's definitely a lot things.
0: that you have to kind like, of like accept like like I you know how much I like Black Widow as a character. And like the fact that I had to
1: just yeah. kind of
0: accept Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow has been really rough. Uh because she's she's yeah she's fine. It's fine. And that and that's what a lot of the MCU is, where it's like, it's it's fine.
1: It's right. It's, it's there. It's fine, before, you know, I guess. Uh, I guess. But
0: yeah, it's it's not right. It's not the dream that everybody kind of makes makes it out to be. And like there's definitely a lot to enjoy in in a lot of those movies, but you have to kind of grit your teeth and accept a lot uh in order to get <clears throat> the good stuff. And that's pretty frustrating.
1: Right. And that's the thing is it's like it's very much because people treat it like it's the end-all be-all of comic book movies and everything should aspire to kind of hit that level. And I'm like, why? Because they made a lot of money and they sort of made a cohesive universe because even with their cohesive Uh universe, they still have a lot of questions. There's still a lot of dots that aren't connected and there's still a lot of, you know... Stuff that we just kind of pretend made sense, but it didn't really make sense because you forgot a key piece of information back at in the beginning. And then now all of a sudden that somehow, like, it comes back in a way oh. that we didn't think it would come back. And it's just, I don't know, just overall, it's just, I'm dissatisfied with the journey that I went on. Um, yeah, and I just, I don't know, I'm kind of good if we're done. Like I'm not excited about I would anything say the, that's the coming only
0: the only you know? thing that I'm like legit excited for coming up outside of spider man because like i still have I still have some worries about spider man, but like love and thunder's right. gonna fucking rule. <laughs> like,
1: See, and that's the thing though, the more I hear about it, the more I'm kinda of like I, I, oh, don't, I'm, I don't know. Like,
0: I I just need I just need I need
1: You can like you Natalie can only Portman Thor.
0: Like I need that.
1: I know, but you can only get me so far with Natalie Portman Thor if the rest of it's gonna be trash. Like if you're gonna give me a movie that the rest of it I'm gonna be like, really, what? What is going on? You know, like rumor like I know it's just rumors and unsubstantiated shit, but, like, I swear to God, if fucking Tom Hiddleston is in that goddamn movie, I'm gonna lose my mind.
0: Be, I don't think he's gonna be.
1: That's what is supposedly, he's Maybe supposedly flashbacks, attacked.
0: Maybe but, like, I, I'm pretty sure he's, like, dead, dead.
1: That, again, like, that's the thing. It's, like, we can't just keep bringing people back. Like and then, you know, all of this every every other week we get a fucking like oh, is Robert Downey no. Jr coming back? No, he's not. He's, he's dead. Tony is dead. Yeah. Let him be dead. I'm like, free. At, <laughs> he at, can at rest.
0: Maximum. Let him rest. He might have a single scene in Black Widow and I think that's it.
1: It's I found out what it is, okay. so I'm no longer interested. It is cut. It is not even. He came back and filmed anything. Oh my God. Footage from Civil Okay.
0: War. Okay.
1: So I'm like, cool. I can just wait for. I can just wait for the you know Blu-ray to come out. I can rent it in a red box yeah. or on or digitally or whatever. Watch that one scene, and i you know, or just right. wait till that one scene yeah. ends up on YouTube, and I'm and good.
0: Like the we're all the, set here. Sucky thing is, like, I, I mean, if it ever comes to theaters, I will see Black Widow in theaters. Like, I, I just kind of have to. Um,
1: you don't have to. That's the thing. And that's the thing. It's like, it's the brainwashing of the MCU. You feel like you have to go and see these movies in the theater to get the full experience. And you feel like you have to support that they finally made a Black Widow movie yeah. 11, 12 years in. No, you don't have to support it. If you you don't like the actress playing Black Widow, you don't really care that there's a Black Widow movie at this point. Like, you don't have to go. Like, you can say, oh, yeah, well, it's a female director. Great. It still is going to be... It doesn't matter who's the director. If it's not a good... If it's a movie that's not something that you want to go see.
0: (sighs) But I do... I do
1: like do you want to no, support but I Scarlett support Johansson, Rachel
0: Weiss and David Harbour?
1: So rent it. I mean, we're going to be not. honest, that movie not. is it's not coming out anytime soon. It's it, going it, to it, be delayed just like everything else. If I have to oh, wait till August for Wonder Woman 2, talk about a movie oh, that I we am already so had about. to like, wait.
0: Like they finished filming over a year ago
1: oh i'm not bummed that i'm not bummed that i have to wait i'm bummed that i like it's my i guess i'm still gonna see it because you don't like kristen movie. Wig. right i fucking hate kristen wig she's not a good actress yeah. and cheetah looks dumb as fuck
0: yeah.
1: it I'm, looks I'm, so bad
0: I'm, I'm still there and like Pedro Pascal I know, I'm being still Maxwell Lord is but it's so like, weird.
1: <laughs> no, I know that's the thing. It's like y- you have to understand the level of which I am appreciative mm-hmm. of everything else in this movie that I I am going to see yeah. a movie with Kristen yeah. Wiig in it by choice.
0: Oh, uh, man, but I'm I'm so frustrated because they already delayed that movie like for no reason. Like they were just like, yeah, it's going to come out twenty twenty. And it's like why it's done it's it's ready, let's go uh but no, no, gotta gotta push it for
1: Part of me feels like they wanted but to get like, birds of prey and It, it would have come
0: out before birds of prey and after Shazam right so like the, uh, there fair. there was a huge gulf I mean... between Shazam and birds of prey where there was just nothing, and they could have easily put it in there yeah um which i and i still yeah, haven't seen shazam uh because it just that's kind of what it feels You're not really like missing it, anything. it feels like eh, it's fine i mean yeah
1: i enjoyed it it was fine you know i don't I, either i don't love zachary levi so like that's part of it but like the rest of the Marvel family was really fun, so like that was kind of worth it. And then like the yeah. little the Billy Batson was fun, and the kid like his his foster and, family like, the, is great. Finding
0: out that Mary Marvel but, like, shows yeah. up in that movie, like why did they bury that? Like let me know.
1: <laughs> the whole the whole Marvel family is there, so Mary Marvel yeah. and then the other like, Marvels. Let me know that, and
0: then I might actually so, watch that movie. But like. Apparently it's late. Right. It's late in the movie that it happens. So like, eh, yeah, it's towards the end. So Zachary Levi, you know, just remaking Big. Like
1: I, uh, I don't want to sit like, through I Zachary watched, Levi. I and
0: multiple seasons of Chuck when it was on, and like I've I've got my me feel too of of that guy. He's he's got that one face. He's so got that one face that he makes.
1: I came. I came to Chuck after the fact because all I'd ever heard was like, oh, yeah, Chuck's really good. And I remember watching like mm-hmm. two episodes, but then just losing track of it. And so I was just like, I'm going to I'm going to watch Chuck because like on Hulu or Netscape. Netscape, Netflix, Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. A, yeah, it was on Netscape. You Netscape know, the Navigator. Internet you just browser. Just on there. It was fine.
0: Get a, Net, get Netscape
1: Navigator. Yeah. And it was. um Right, right after I, right after my, uh, my yeah.
0: Oh my modem god! I can't bloating. think of anything more aggravating um, than trying to watch an episode of Chuck on dial-up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on dial-up, yeah. Wow. Um, no, it was on Netflix or yeah. something. I was like, I'm gonna try to watch this Chuck show.
0: It's, it's oh not boy, great. did
1: I hate that show. Um, but I kept sitting there. And I kept watching it because I'm like, I feel like I kind of like it. I feel like it gets better. And then finally, I was like telling Pepper. And I was like, I'm watching Chuck, but I can't tell mm-hmm. if I like it. She goes, you don't like it. <laughs> like, yeah. I can tell you right now, you don't like yeah. it. Because no one likes it. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's fair. And, you know and what? You're I, right. I, I don't came like came to the it.
0: realization <laughs> of why I watched it for as long as I did. And it's it's just Yvonne Strahovski. It's it's just cause of her. <laughs> like she she's the only yeah. reason I wanted to watch that show. Uh,
1: <coughs> yeah. And now I have hand now I'm I have not her on handmaid's tale, so I'm handmaid's
0: fine. Because uh the life is already a nightmare. Uh so uh, well
1: this was I, just, yeah, I, just, I can't I,
0: mean, I can't. Yeah <laughs> like, that's I'm, fair. I'm trying to like keep most of my in, intake well,
1: to be fair, when it started, life wasn't that much of a nightmare. Kinda,
0: kind. I mean, it it it's it started in 2016, uh, so like it was about to right. be bad. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: we just didn't realize how um, bad yet.
0: But yeah, I uh, the the thing about Shazam, uh, and I I know you're not like fully on board with this, but like. Maybe Matt Peters is listening. I hope he is. Hi, Matt. Uh, I I always wanted John Cena to be Shazam because because in my Enough. head, if you if you go back to the original creation of Shazam, the reason that he looks the way that he does is because that's what a twelve year old thinks that a superhero looks like. So in my head, current day. A, a 12-year-old would absolutely look at John Cena and be like, that's what a superhero looks like. Definitely. So, that's what I always kind of hoped for. And then, like, you have Zachary...
1: I don't feel like any 12-year-olds really know who John Cena is at know this who point. John
0: Cena is than you think. Um, but, but...
1: Mm, I feel like not well, 12-year-olds. I feel like I feel like John Cena is a bit old for twelve-year-olds now because he's like. I mean, nothing. He's, he's like movies. not doing anything. He's
0: going to be in the new Fast and Furious.
1: Is he doing movies? Yeah, twelve-year-olds uh, are really gonna, going to see the Fast
0: seen and the those Furious movies because it ain't me. Um, it's
1: not twelve-year-olds. <laughs> it's one thanks, guy. Aaron. His name is Aaron. <laughs> 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 he's our friend. <laughs> uh... But uh, (laughs) but the
0: the fact that I had to, like, put aside that, and then they show Zachary Levi in the most unconvincing superhero suit that I've seen in years.
1: But I think that was supposed to be kind of the point. I know, I think that's the point. Again, because this is what a kid thinks a superhero looks like. I don't know. A kid thinks he looks like comic book Captain America. But
0: like you know, if it ends up on DC Universe, maybe I'll pop into it. Like you know, check it out.
1: Listen, the Shazam costume is no less convincing than any of the CW costumes are. Um. Yeah. I. uh,
0: Oh yeah. Okay. I I I think I can get behind that. Especially the Adam costume. The Adam costume looks like low rent Iron Man, and like you, you feel it. You, you really feel.
1: I mean, I saw the I saw the press photos mm-hmm. for the Crisis shows too. Like some of those yeah. Superman's, they did yeah. real dirty. I
0: think Brandon Routh's <laughs> Superman suit looked looked all right. I I think it was like you could tell it was on a budget, but it was like it was all right. No, they did right. Brandon.
1: Yeah. They yeah. still did Brandon Ralph um, pretty dirty. Also firing so him and his wife from his show fucked. without any explanation.
0: Dare you. Um. So fucked. Now, like now, the only reason to watch any of those shows is Katie Lotts. It's the only reason to watch them because she's wonderful, and I love her. Um. She's she's white. Canary. I don't
1: know who that is. Uh,
0: Sarah Lance. Uh. Uh but um I don't know. Uh n- Okay. So so there was a, um, a did you have anything else you wanted to add on to that?
1: No, that's it. I just I I think I'm coming out as somebody who hates the MCU and yeah. I um I'm living with that truth. And <laughs> I appreciate you all being for, for here for me at this time. Right. Um, this difficult time where I have to admit that uh yeah, I just this thing that was a huge part of my life for the last twelve years is yeah pretty fucking awful. <laughs> pretty I'm very dissatisfied uh, but, and it was garbage. Like,
0: like we said, there's stuff to enjoy, but it's not as perfect as was implied.
1: Right. I still, you know, I still get a little starry eyed every time mm-hmm. I see that first Iron Man armor. Changing, um, like, like I know, know it's a part of than that. Tony's
0: whole thing, but like, changing it from that first Iron Man armor was kind of a mistake.
1: No, I mean, the uh, the oh, like, like, first cave armor, like, the cave armor. armor, like sure, the cave sure. armor. Yeah. No, I don't think changing the armors was the mistake. I think not being true to the source material is yeah. the mistake. Like, if you're gonna have a character like Tony Stark who's got, uh, you know, some pretty decent bat- yeah. side characters and yeah, some literal demons, and like, if you're gonna take that character and you know, kind of erase it all for Gwyneth Paltrow, it's yeah. just doing a disservice to the character. I don't care how good of an actor or how fun, how charismatic Robert Downey Jr. is, but at some point mm-hmm. it just became Robert Downey Jr. And, um, you know, that's frustrating because you yeah. could have done so much more with what you had and you chose not to. And you chose to have this dumb love interest story Which, with like Pepper. Just um, it never felt right. Of no and instead of like again like if you go back and listen to our tony stark episode uh, when we were still ships like you i gave so many examples of awesome characters that he has really good relationships with that could have been inserted at any point and would have been perfectly fine for a movie or two you know you could have had a romance in one movie and how you know, if you didn't want that person to stay around, I mean just look at what you did to Sharon, Sharon Carter.
0: Poor, poor Sharon.
1: So yeah. I don't know. Or like just done Extremis right. That's all I yeah. really wanted.
0: <laughs> that would have been that would have been nice uh if they had read that book. Um it's not long. It's not
1: not that long it's a it's a single self-contained story it's collected Mm -hmm. in a graphic novel um it is uh i think it was originally a graphic novel it wasn't an issue to issue oh no it was issue issue. but it was only six issues so most runs are usually like eight to twelve so you know it wasn't even a full year could have read it and uh Warren Ellis is mm-hmm. one of the best comic book writers in the world. So, yeah, you just could have done better.
0: Yeah, it's it it is interesting that in retrospect, I think, like, how many movies are there? There's like twenty, twenty two, twenty three. I can't even remember.
1: I think as of the second Spider-Man so movie, like there's twenty three now. Those
0: twenty three. The number of those movies that I will, like, gladly sit down and watch. There's, like, five? I think there's five that I'll, I'll happily sit down and watch at any point in time. And Winter Soul. Okay, what are the
1: five?
0: Uh, both Spider-Mans. Uh, Ragnarok. And yeah, I think Iron Man won.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much my list too. I might watch Civil War yeah. depending on what part it's at. And like because if it's like if it's like pre-fighting the oh, half-ass version of Zemo, I'll watch it. But, like, anything after that airport scene, I'm kind of that, like, And that's mm, the thing. I'm out. Like, you I'm dip, dip
0: out when Spider-Man dips out. Like, that's fine. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Right. Like, Me and Spider-Man, we both dip.
0: That's all you, you need. Know? That's <laughs> all you need. All right. I got everything I needed mm. from this.
1: So that's, that's what the scene is supposedly in Black Widow of Tony is his confrontation with Natasha. Really? After the airport. Okay. When she lets them escape, so and why she ends up ending how she ends yeah. up going with Steve because they have words about it, and so it's like in a air airport, it's in the airport or in the whatever, and after all of it's mm-hmm. wrapped up, and after he's dealt with Rodi, and it's there, kind of like. What the fuck and like, confrontation. That's
0: fine. But um, something that we've talked about in the past is is that one of the biggest shortcomings of the MCU is it never seemed like any of those people actually liked each other. Um or are friends.
1: Right. And that's so, the thing.
0: So like most of yeah. the conflict, especially in civil war, falls flat because it's like you barely know each other
1: you don't even like each other what do you care if your team stays together it it,
0: it just kind of so many times (coughs) the mcu like rested on its laurels where it's like oh well people who have read the comics or have watched the cartoons or whatever the fuck they're gonna fill it in In the you know on their own they're gonna they're gonna put it in their head and they're like oh well this this means something because they had this and it's like you didn't show that you didn't do that you didn't you didn't give us that history those relationships that actually make this mean something and it's it's a lot like what I was saying with uh, the new Star Wars where where so much of my enjoyment came out of making head cannons, and it isn't really in the text that that they put together and they actually created it's what i had to put together in my right. head to make make it enjoyable for myself uh so right like yeah disney has a monopoly on everything and they're gonna make these fucking movies until we die which you know checking the news it's gonna be like in a couple of weeks uh,
1: right. <laughs> to end it, I, we're lucky if we get through 2020. Like, we're. Yeah. So, like. We're all out. That's a wrap on the Human it's race just guys. It's just frustrating
0: that so many of these movies not only are being so overly sanitized so that they're as widely uh, appealing as possible, but without, like, actually hitting on what makes these characters real. So it's it's the exact opposite of of Birds of Prey where Birds of Prey gave everyone mm-hmm. their own quirks and they made them weird and they didn't care about if everybody was constantly likable. They just made characters and they gave them a story and they gave them something to do. Whereas in the MCU everyone is the Teflon version of those characters, where where nothing nothing sticks to them. They're just always clean. They're always, you know, just it just rolls right off of them. Nothing actually sticks. And, uh, and so like with, with Tony, like we talk about the PTSD that he has from the first Avengers movie, but like what is actually in those movies. Uh, not like.
1: I think the connection dropped on that. Cause it looked like it said um, there was something with a connection issue.
0: It's, you got that message. I just got the message. Hey, sounds great. We're going to let you know when it's done. And it's like, Oh, okay. So cool. apparently, apparently what happened is uh, Walt Disney himself just cut our connection just cut the feed was just like nope can't do it that Uh, seems about right have you bad mouthing us um but but what i what i was saying before we were so rudely interrupted by mr disney uh was tony stark has ptsd from the first avengers movie but they don't actually show that like they they briefly touch on it, but what is actually shown in the movies, like he's still kind of ah, you know, I'm I'm wacky old Tony Stark, and it's like you should be fucked up, dude. Uh, so they they just never actually delved into, uh, the heart of of those characters, uh, which which is, I think, why we're both kind of like frustrated with what we ended up getting.
1: Well, and I think that's the thing too, is like you didn't, you let things have brief moments, but you never gave them enough space to explore anything, which is why it's like, maybe instead of making like 12 movies, why don't you make um, really good series? You know, yeah. like, like, cause I was just thinking about this when we were talking about like the relationship You know, you know how much invested I have had in my life, in even just a friendship between Tony and Steve, and how Mm -hmm. disappointed I was in the MCU version of that. Um, I was more invested in the, um, and as somebody who read Civil War issue to issue, yeah, um, that was that friendship falling apart devastated me i was crushed by them like not being friends anymore
0: it's heartbreaking
1: it's heartbreaking i was more crushed about every time that matt and foggy fell out in daredevil than i was by anything that happened in civil war because they gave me they showed me their relationship they were genuinely friends they, I understood where Foggy was coming from when he was frustrated, but I also understood where Matt was coming from because this is what he's dedicated his life to, and mm-hmm. it's just like you could see where they were both coming from, and that was the way the comic book Civil War was. Like, it was hard to pick a side because I understood where both of them were coming from. Ultimately, I agreed with Tony, but you know, I understood where Steve was coming from, and that was the problem with Tony's issue. That was Tony's issue in the book too. Was. I understand where Steve is coming from. I get why they're upset. But what I'm trying to do is make sure that everybody ends up happy in the end. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to play, get in bed with the bad guys to make it work. And nobody ever let him explain that. Right. And, you know, and that's the, the nuance you don't get out of the movie. But if you had a civil, like a comic book adaptation series of Civil War, like a 13-episode, two-season Netflix show imagine what you could have done we could have hit all of the beats of that story and and like actually had it resonate and then not have the wasted moments like we talked about in the Iron Man episode of when were you know when were you friends because you say so was I but I don't really recall you ever being friends all you did was fight with each other and were forced to be on a team together
0: yeah, the literally the only friendship in there is the one that Steve is defending, which is with Bucky. Because we actually right. saw them be friends. It was one of the rare times where they showed them being friends. Like, if, right. if, if in Spider-Man 3, Ned and Peter have a falling out, that's going to be devastating. That's going to be horrible. Because they have actually been
1: friends. Like, if we ever... Like if we ever get to the point where they actually make Ned the
0: hobgoblin,
1: um, 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 yeah, we're crushed.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be, and
1: it'll horrible. be great, but we'll be crushed. Like it'll be great storytelling, but we'll be crushed but, for their friends. I don't know.
0: It's 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 something that I, they could. Redirect in the in the coming movies. Maybe they'll they'll put more effort into it. But like the upcoming movies are like the Eternals, and it's like we don't know those people. Like I'm only gonna be watching that fucking movie because of Camille. It's the only reason I'm going to the. Sea. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but like I
1: love hey Chris Pratted Camille Nanjiani and So like I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's just a, It's just been an internet joke.
0: Well, when he released can, those hot pictures, you, we're uh, just like hoping he that he doesn't become Emily Chris Pratt after he got hot. I've started a new podcast uh, in the quarantine. Um, that uh, they've got two episodes out. It's called "Staying In" with Camille and Emily. Uh, it's very good, um, and I think that they're going to be fine. I think I don't. I don't have the same fear of. Uh, male marrying a Kennedy uh so I think I think it's I think I think they're gonna they're gonna be fine um
1: true no he's not she's not marrying a Kennedy he's not marrying a Kennedy
0: holy moly Right, but I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Um, she's still, yeah, the The signal is going
1: did, did crazy. I lose you a, did you just, I just lost Can you, you. I didn't hear anything you just said.
0: Hello? Oh, come on.
1: I think we're delayed, you don't, you can't hear me. All
0: right, let's try again.
1: Might be, my I don't think, I think it's anchor I think it might be that the weather is really oh, shitty okay. here. Um it's like it's like raining and storming or we're supposed to get thunderstorms again tonight. So that might be it. Cuz it looks like my connection isn't great. Okay. In general right now. So it might not be anchor's fault and it might be more the weather
0: okay well um the end there's one there's something that i did want to talk about uh because i actually watched a new show um yeah uh I, i briefly mentioned it to you in a text uh it's called uh i am not okay with this it's on netflix um pretty short series Mm -hmm. it's it's just uh seven episodes like you're in and you're out um but it stars uh Sophia Lillis who was in uh it chapter one and she's she was also in a Nancy Drew movie um but it like the premise is she's starting to develop like these weird superpowers that she doesn't really understand and so she's trying to get those under control while things are kind of going crazy around her. And the best way I could describe it is, uh, it's a better updating of Carrie than the actual new movie that they made. Um, and it's it's fantastic. It it was such a breezy watch and so enjoyable. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Cool. Oh, shit. I've been wondering how that is.
1: Um, I watched all of Stumptown in the last couple of days. So it is really good. And it is. Um, I explained it to Caitlin because um, she asked me what I thought about it, and I think she watched it also. Um, the season just ended too, so we oh. watched the whole season on Hulu. Well, now. you
0: sold me. Um, <laughs> like it already. is
1: uh, what I wanted. Jessica Jones to be. Yeah, so it is if Jessica Jones had handled her trauma and her issues the way that they handle it on this show Mm -hmm. because she is she's that same sort of like damaged different kind of trauma because she's an ex-marine um that has ptsd from service um and being in afghanistan but the way that they handle her trauma and her ptsd is similar to how they have jessica jones handling it in that she's an alcoholic, but she's an alcohol she drinks and that and she, you know, mm-hmm. makes questionable choices, but they're all with good intention, and they're not she's not just like a shitty person to be around all the time. Like she has people that she cares about, and those people she take it, she takes that she cares about them very seriously. She would do anything for them. She has a soul, and like it isn't just a like relentless, sad, like dark nightmare of a of an experience to watch um I just I genuinely have like a really good time watching it I Jake Johnson is amazing <laughs> um and I'm weirdly attracted to him in a way that I have not been before because he has this beard in the series that just upsets me <laughs> um yeah it's just it's a very good like if Jessica Jones had been more like Stumptown, I would have enjoyed Jessica Jones mm-hmm. more. Um, her brother is very endearing. Um, she has a, a brother who's autistic. Oh no, he's got Downs, and um, he's he's very like every and everyone's kind to him, and he's given agency, and he's not just like, oh, look at our look at our special needs cast, you know, like here's a character that we're going to use as fodder because he has special needs. Like he takes more care of her than she does of him. And they're very much a team in their life, their life together. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it just, everything is very endearing. Even when she makes bad choices, they're never like intentionally like I'm making bad choices because I'm a bad person. You know, like it's not the drama that it is with Jessica Jones, where it's just like, I don't deserve people to like me as a person like it's it's just i made a bad call because i'm damaged and people make mistakes and she seems to learn from the mistakes so Mm -hmm. and everything is fueled by wanting to be better or do better but fumbling and being bad at doing that and um and you know it's it's basically the same kind of character as jessica jones she's like uh private detective and um so you know she waffles with the morality of some of her jobs and like what kind well, awesome. of jobs she wants to take and it's it's a really good show and i really enjoyed it and um yeah so that's it well, that's my recommendation I, I if,
0: definitely be checking if you, it out if,
1: because, if you wanted to like jessica well, jones may know, i recommend Down? You know
0: bummed out i am about jessica jones Yes, because holy shit! And, um, give Maria I Hill feel like something after to do, please. Being in <laughs> like, the MCU, holy are you she, You have Maria fucking Hill, and you're not doing anything with her other than being right. Nick Fury's lackey. That's not what Maria Hill is. That's not who she. You... Oh, how dare you! No.
1: No, and if anything, while, she was sure. Tony's lack. Okay. Um,
0: but yeah, like definitely, yeah. she has been in wasted. comics.
1: She was for a little while.
0: Yeah, um, like, far from home. Far from home got a little bit closer to giving her more bullshit. to do, and then they just didn't. <laughs> they just stopped. God. Um. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. so there, there was, was a a, another show that I watched, uh, that you would absolutely hate because you hate anime. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited because I got Caitlin into watching it, uh, which was, it made me feel very successful. Yeah. It's called Kaon. and it's, uh, just a story about these girls who start the light music club at their school and that it's just them starting a band and playing music together and it's so nice and so refreshing because I haven't really seen many shows like this where it just it is so focused on friendship and it never gets bogged down in bullshit jealousy or boy drama or anything like that To the point where it's not even that this show takes place at an all-girls school, at least that I can tell. But there is one male character that has a name in the entire show, and that's one of the main character's brothers. That's it. It is all... Um, well they they have different performances at, at like different Do they end up at like a events, band? No like a singing competition, competition or something? On, no. Um but it it's uh it's so nice especially okay. uh, in It just in sounds this, like something my brother was watching times, at Christmas. to just have a show where you can just hang out and you don't have to worry about like friendships ending or you know bullshit arguments or anything like that like the 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 most drama that happens is like oh no we have a new guitarist and she's so much better than me at guitar like what if they what what if they don't like me anymore and it's like no you you're just both gonna play guitar and she's gonna teach you how to be better and like we're just gonna help each other be better musicians together and then we're gonna have But that's the that's the thing. But that's the thing. Anything like how a band works? But
1: okay, (laughs) nice. (laughs) Whoever wrote this was never in a band. But
0: uh, (laughs) right, okay.
1: I shouldn't be Um, surprised because the people who made free were never competitive. Know nothing about competitive swimming. Uh,
0: And Um, the music is really jolly and fun. it's, it's just the most feel-good, cozy show I can imagine. Uh, and that was exactly what I needed. Um, and I know you will never watch it. But uh, if anybody listening likes, uh, likes anime yeah. and wants, wants something cozy and fun, watch K-On! It's, it's just really nice. Nope. Um, what else have you been up to? For sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, you know, just social distancing and going insane. Because unlike you, <laughs> I am an extrovert. So social distancing is actually part of or and is actually really dangerous mm-hmm. and scary for me. Um, because I have the kind of mental health issues right. where I need to have contact with human beings, um, or I lose my mind. So it's been tough. Um, so I have been I have been to the point where I've just needed to distract myself oh, so much and I'm so willing oh, to just man. in ingest content that I almost willingly watched Captain Marvel God. the other day. Why are you why are you, I didn't why,
0: I was, I I was didn't feeling good because then I, was I went oh about but I have to and then so. you just have to bring me right back down. Damn you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. So I didn't do that. I watched a movie I'd seen before instead. Um, oh, okay. But it's a new comfort movie for me, so that works. Um, Julie and Julia. It. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just, I had seen it when it first came out, and then I kind of just, you know, it was, oh, that was fun, and, like, moved on with my life. And it was on Netflix, and I've just kind of mm-hmm. been watching, like, bad Early two thousands romantic comedies and like late nineties romantic comedies because they're just soft and I like just needed soft, and um, so I was yeah. watching. I was like, oh, this has Meryl Streep in it, and you know, I don't love Amy Adams, but she's she's tolerable, so sure. I could watch this and Stanley Tucci, and I remember it being, I remember it being at least something that was decent background noise, um. And it's now my new comfort movie because it's just a soft making food like story and nice. Yeah, it just was very gentle and like exactly what I needed at the time. I decided to watch it. Yeah. And then yeah, I've just been consuming (sighs) a lot of media. There's been some drama on RuPaul's drag race this season.
0: Oh, is it, some, is it that RuPaul was fracking? Some crazy shit
1: behind the scenes that has nothing to do with like actual drag race. No. Um, it was even before we knew that RuPaul was fracking. Um, there was a... So one of the contestants, just before the season started to air, uh, it came out that he was posing as a... It's, like, the sleaziest, most stereotypical, like, Hollywood story of, like, he was posing on Grindr or Tinder or something um, as a casting agent and was getting young gay men to sleep with him based off of him saying that he could float their name and get them cast and stuff. And he was catfishing people. Um, So that all came out just before the season started and we got um, so we got one episode and then they did every every once in a while they split the initial entrance Mm -hmm. of people. So sometimes you get all 13 contestants at once and sometimes you get two episodes where you get half and half. So you get one half of the team and they compete and then you get the other half. And um, this year they did a half and half. And so the first episode aired. And then the episode where this person was going to be introduced um, was set to air the next week. They've, we kind of got a spoiler that they ended up going pretty far in the season um, because they were disinvited. They were Mm -hmm. disqualified from the still filming show. And we knew that they were about to film the live finale or whatever, where they crown the next dry superstar. So that meant at least top four disqualified disinvited from the reunion show and the finale show. And then they started editing her out of all of the show. So unless she's absolutely essential to what's going on, like this week they aired an episode oh. where she was barely in it, but she won the challenge. And usually like, um, you know, reality shows, the per- they focus on the person who's mm-hmm. going home and they focus on the person who's going to win a lot in the episode. So you kind of have an idea of who's going to be the top and the bottom or, like, the person who's going home. Um, So, and they've, like, unless it's a group shot or, like, a place that they can't actually cut her out, is, like, she's not even there. (laughs) It was, like, holy shit. (laughs) Which is kind of a bummer because, like, one, they're very talented. She's very talented. So, like, but also not super bummer because she's one of the Queens on drag race that always drives me nuts that they're like the fat comedy theater queen who thinks that they're God's gift to the world because they're funny and they're fat and that, you know, and it's like, you're like, cool. Right. I've seen it done about 700,000 times. (laughs) Like you're this is, you didn't reinvent the game, you know, and she's weird looking too. So I'm kind of glad that she's cut out. Like, and I'm not normally the kind of person who's, like, I'm super going to judge you by your looks. But, like, just okay, big face, very small nose, very yeah. beady eyes. It's just a lot. And, and there, a there's lot ways
0: of in drag where you can accentuate <clears throat> so, those features yeah. or you can hide them.
1: Yeah. Oof. Well, and their drag definitely makes it worse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, really, uh, but... And it's crazy because it's like mm-hmm. it sucks that this controversy is like hanging over this season because the rest of the queens are also really good this season. And it's probably one of the most talented seasons I've seen in a really long time yeah. where it's like there isn't really a clear front runner at this point. And usually at the beginning, you're always like, OK, you're going to go real far and you can kind of see who the front runners are. But like right now, it really isn't an anybody's game kind of thing. And <clears throat> it's a bummer that this is kind of like marring it, too. And also, that knowing that that yeah. person goes so that far kind of bums me out a little bit because it's like, right? If you got out early, then around, I could just be done with kinda. you. But
0: just haunting you it.
1: You're gonna be around the whole season. Yeah. Just I I would say haunting since like
0: they're not always there, but when they're there, you know.
1: Yeah. 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 But anyway, Um, yeah, I've watched a lot of stuff. I've just been watching, because I'm basically, work has been very slow, too, and since I'm working from home, it's a lot of, like, I'm basically being paid to watch TV all day and, like, occasionally answer the phone. Well, it is, except, like, I'm cooped up in my house. and I can't do anything. And, and And like, I'm running out of things to watch. You don't
0: have a roommate like I do, (laughs) so you don't even have that.
1: Connection. right right I live alone I you know have no contact with human beings I you know except if somebody gives me a phone call at right. work and even then that's work I don't really want to talk to those people because most of the time it's somebody that I have to teach how to use a computer which I'm not really wanting to do um and it's just yeah I'm just pretty miserable <laughs> I won't lie. If I
0: I can do (laughs) it, I will do it.
1: Until this shit ends. Um, Until this garbage ends, we might go
0: to a weekly format game. Hey, we've we've been gone for a couple of months. I feel like there's so like, yeah. Uh, We might as well catch up. I don't think we've talked about Booksmart since I watched it. Um,
1: I, I mean, just, I don't really have much, I, a, much to I say. Really, I just, it was a good movie.
0: I really enjoyed it, and I'm frustrated that it was sold as girl super bad. Yeah, because that that's like female super bad yeah. that it shares in common with super bad, but it's it's so much more than that, and it has a totally different vibe. Um, and also, uh, yeah. it's, it's just nice to see a, a lesbian character on uh, in a movie that isn't, like, number one, gonna die, uh, number two, isn't strangely predatory towards straight women, uh, and she can just be a teenager, like, figuring herself out. And I just, I loved that movie. And the yeah. way it was, like, Olivia Wilde's a great director. She directed the hell out of it. Um,
1: and, she really And is. it's
0: interesting that between her directing Booksmart and Bryce Dallas Howard's episode of The Mandalorian, like, we're seeing these actresses finally get their crack at directing and they're fucking crushing it.
1: Well... Um, Also, the last couple of episodes of uh, I just realized Kira Sedgwick I think
0: she directed some episodes of The close. Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah, she's been a director for a while, but she's not as like but when Kevin Bacon directs, it's a big deal, but when Kira Sedgwick directs, it's kind of quiet, and like, I know that she had been a guest on the show because she plays uh, she plays Munch, but like she I just happened to notice this week when the episode I was just looked up at the same time as the credits were were going and I saw directed with, by Kira the, with those Fox and I was like, "Oh."
0: Shows like nice. they they so, hide the credits like real tiny font right at the end real fast. Right. So like it's it you got to be paying attention to like catch it sometimes.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. It was this week's okay. episode with um, J.K. Simmons.
0: Putting J.K. Simmons was in, the one in a where police station. Like you're, you're, you're hitting me because I, I never really got to see him be Jim Gordon. Like, I know, I mean, but like, are they still not, contracted? They're not gonna. They're not gonna because they have.
1: You don't. You don't know that they won't because he but hasn't, finished, he hasn't officially left it. He's still under contract with them. Yeah, yeah but, probably. you know, the Batman movies are going to change. They're never going to stick with the yeah. same. You might get a trilogy out of one actor and then everything's going to change. They'll never be consistent with a Batman, yeah. especially if the Robert Pattinson movie doesn't Which do well. Who
0: knows, who knows if it's going to you know. even get finished at this point. Um.
1: Right.
0: But you know what? I mean, uh, what if in a Batgirl movie that isn't connected?
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. There could be... You could do it... I mean, the, as yeah. far as we know, this, the Batman movie isn't connected to anything. It's just you know fucking mm-hmm. Matt Reeves making a Batman movie. It could be like Christopher Nolan making yeah. his movies and it's not connected to anything and it doesn't matter. Cool, so that means we could get a backroll movie or an actu- or a sequel to Birds of Prey, where he's Commissioner yeah. Gordon. C- Commissioner Gordon wasn't in Birds of Prey, so
0: you yeah. know, Renee yeah. having
1: to actually go talk to her boss
0: <laughs> How's and be like, going? So. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. or <clears throat> Caitlin and I were talking about how, like, um, you could get we could get a like Gotham City Central spinoff of Birds of Prey, if you Uh, go with the theory of Harley being an unreliable narrator and what happened in that version in the Birds of Prey movie might not actually mm -hmm. be the truth of what happened. It's Harley's version of what happened, which means we could then get sequels of the movie, or to the movie that are the different Mm -hmm. versions of the movie based off of who's telling the story. So like, Helena has a different version of the story, and Dinah has a different version of the story, Renee has a different version of the story, and then the joke that we were like and none the only one where sionis dies uh, spoilers is Sorry. he's not if actually
0: dead. Seen it yet.
1: <laughs> i'm not you know what i don't care we've been talking about birds of prey since before it came out if you haven't seen birds of prey yet that's we a fucking failure trying. on your own part and i don't <laughs> we, give a we... shit if i ruined it for you because we've been trying yeah. If you're listening to this yeah. podcast, you have failed us as a listener if you didn't go see Birds of Prey or haven't seen it by now. They made it so easy for you with releasing it early mm-hmm. on VOD while we're quarantined. What else do you have to do? You can't go out. Yeah. You're not doing anything.
0: Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Uh and and like honestly, if JK Simmons would be such a perfect Commissioner Gordon for a Batgirl movie, uh he like he he would he has that no. manner about him, where, yeah,
1: yeah, and like that, like just tired dad,
0: <laughs> like,
1: I'm... yeah. I would love, I would love to see you know a Batgirl sneaking in oh, when JK Sim- with JK Simmons waiting up for, her. being like you know, just hearing that like. Sort of sounds like Jay Jonah Jameson's voice being like, sitting, Where were you?
0: Him sitting at the dinner table. Do you have table, a black eye? Do you want to explain the, that to me? Reading the paper, uh, definitely got a pipe in his mouth. And he just folds the paper down and he's like, Where are you? Yeah. yeah. Give me that shit. Give he me knows that a thing
1: or two because he's seen a thing all or two. Day.
0: Please. Please and thank you. Uh, d- yeah, great. Just, can I just have a movie about <laughs> Jim Gordon? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: just Jim Gordon, just being a frustrated dad and frustrated police chief. Because you know, like as commissioner, as the commissioner of like mm-hmm. Gotham, he's just also a frustrated dad. Yes, because. All of those police officers act like fucking children. You know, Harvey, he looks at Harvey Bullock and is like, I treat you like you a, child, a child, even though we're the same age, because yeah. you act like a child.
0: He's like, oh, jeez. You are a man child. Oh, jeez, Jim.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I don't want anyone right. to ever play Harvey Bullock except for Donna Logue again. Like, like I he should be Har- Goham, Harvey Bullock until like, the, end, till the end of time. I liked parts of Gotham. I think Gotham existed in its own little universe, and that's totally fine with me. And there were parts of Gotham that I enjoyed, and I got... There were things out of Gotham. Like, I didn't care for Bruce, and I didn't care for Selina. I didn't care for the villains. But all of the casting and all of the stuff that they did with the GCPD, I really enjoyed. Uh, I
0: I do... I did, like... uh... Oh, that boy from the O.C. Uh, I don't. Yes. Uh, I, I liked ben him as, as a young Jim. Like, that worked.
1: Yeah. He was a good young Jim. Donald Logue was good. I liked... Um, yeah. I liked the... I liked uh, What's-Her-Face.
0: Oh, as- Yeah being um, leslie tompkins
1: just fuck, like random leslie name? tompkins i uh, like the um
0: she she's uh she's she's from the deadpool she's
1: she's, she's in everything
0: <laughs> yeah and she's married she's to from Benif- the deadpool <laughs> and
1: the firefly and the
0: yeah yeah because they um, met on oh, at Gotham. i can't i can't think of her name we've been recording for a while um
1: What's Ben McKenzie? I, I feel like Ben McKenzie's I feel like wrong. That's it? Yeah. Oh, no, it is Ben McKenzie. Okay. I was, I, I was saying Ben McKenzie. I was picturing someone else he was in a movie with that looked similar to him and was a different name. And I was like, no, that's not him. Oh, okay. So I was putting the other guy's face to his name. And so that's why I was like, I don't think Ben Um, McKenzie's right, but it is. It was right.
0: No, I'm not going to land on her name. It's like it's like Melina or Marina Marina Bakarin. Yes,
1: Marina Bakarin.
0: Hey, I I, because I was um, googling Ben McKenzie. I I was not (laughs) looking it up. I'm playing Animal Crossing, so like I wasn't going to land on it myself.
1: I, feel I gotta so left tell you, out of all you, people the best and your animal decision crossing.
0: I ever made was pre-ordering this before I quit my job in January because I just had it paid for uh, and I didn't even have to worry about it. It was just like, here, here, here's your nice little island getaway uh, in the middle of the world burning down. I'm like, hey, thanks, Nintendo. You're great. Um, but it's jolly and I'm fishing. Um, so you said that you've been watching a lot of content. What else are you watching?
1: Um, I mean, my weekly shows all kind of came back at the right time. So that was good. Um, I feel like there's, so there's a show that Caitlin and I both watch and I feel like you might enjoy it because it's that same kind of like hangout kind of show. Um, it's called the bold type, okay. and it's it's on freeform. But stick with me because it gets better. Um, and it's about three girl, three women, young women, um, in their early to, okay. early to late twenties, who work at a fashion magazine, and them kind of growing as in their jobs and in their lives and in their relationship and their three best friends, and they have relationship drama and they have you know this typical stuff that women, young women deal with, but it's all like, they're always friends with each other and they always have each other's backs and they're always there for each other. And it's kind of like this, like very gentle, like three female friendships that don't let guys and drama and work and everything else get in the way of that. And even if they're disagreeing with each other, they inevitably come back together and realize that their friendship is more important than whatever petty thing that they're arguing over. And it's just very, and it's like, um, I, their fourth season just ended and it's, it's really good and it's very gentle and it's like, mm. it's a nice, like, you feel like you're just one of the girls hanging out with them and you know what? So, and then, so there's three, there's three girls, there's, um, tiny Jane, who is the, she's, they call her tiny Jane cause she's little, um, she's the writer And then there's Kat and she's the social media girl at the magazine Um, and she's an activist. And at one point she runs for public office and it's like she's just very like in tune to Mm -hmm. making to social justice and like making the world a better place. Um, But and using her job and her influence to do that and trying to make her job a better place at the same time. And um, and then there's uh, Sutton, who is the fashion girl. So she works in the fashion department um, and she's an assist. She starts off as an assistant and then kind of like grows and becomes a fashion assistant. And like, um, yeah, so they- and it's just it's a very kind show. And it's like just girls helping girls, women helping women. And like. It's just it's just nice. And I'm bummed that the season is over. Yeah. because yeah. I, I needed it every week. Because <laughs> right now, I was living vicariously with these, through these 20-something mm-hmm. somethings because I can't see any of my friends. Um, but yeah, I recommend it. It's, it would be kind of like it's kind of that vibe, you know, of that okay. like, I just need a hangout and I just need something that's soft. And even when they're dealing with stuff that's, that's dramatic, great. they're there for each other and it, so- it makes it soft. Um, and, yeah, it's like they don't – it doesn't rely on them being jealous of each other. They all work in different departments and they're all happy for each – like there's times where it's like, oh, I'm a little jealous of you doing better at your job than I feel like I'm doing at my job. But they're never competitive and it's never like an aggressive thing. It's like – and then it's, oh, mm-hmm. I'm being selfish. I should be really happy for you. I'm sorry. I'm really happy for you. You know, so it's never like, it's never used as a trope, and it's never they're never fighting That's with good. each other, just to be fighting with each um, other. A no-
0: another you know? freeform show that I yeah. saw a, a, like a commercial for it that I haven't watched yet, so I want to want to see if you checked it out. It's like uh, there's a witch, yes, <laughs> the witch show,
1: <laughs> Motherland Fort Salem.
0: It's bad. Oh,
1: um, it's it's pretty bad. Uh, it is okay it's it's like bad. it's freeform bad right so it's like it is it is cw freeform bad like it is watchable it's two episodes in so like it's hard to make a full hard decision on it um but it's like you know it's about what i expect from a freeform show uh special effects are a little bit better than your average freeform show but um Yeah, it's not, it's not anything that I would be like, yeah, this is quality television, but is it, is it like just some badass bitch, like witch bitches, like preparing Uh, to fight a witch I think
0: I'm going to have to watch it because that commercial looks so cool. (laughs)
1: Like, again, yeah. No, and it's like, again, it is, it is not good, but am I going to watch every episode of it? Yeah. That's how it, it's like, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, it's freeform. It is your average freeform entertainment. And that is, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a very niche market of like that tween, early teen, like late teens. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure what to market to Sabrina's you. Kind of content. big, so
0: we'll just make a witch show, right?
1: So, yeah. Right, exactly. I did watch another witch okay. show. And it was terrible, but also very good. Um, it is, because it, it was on Lifetime. Um, okay. it was two seasons. It was called The Witches of East End. And it had Jenna DeWan Tatum before she uh-huh. dropped the Tatum. Before she got divorced. And uh right. Julia Ormond, who we haven't seen her since the nineties. And um some other chick who's been on uh been in like lifetime and and hallmark movies, who's like pretty boring in the show, but oh, oh and fucking, Madchen uh... Everyone.
0: fucking Betty Cooper's mom
1: oh yeah but she's a couple she's a few years younger really and has really dark black hair and I kid like and she's always been very attractive to me like even on Twin Peaks when she was like young and like everything and like now she's very attractive to me but like this version like this look that she had going on this kind of like mid 2000s boho witchy like dark hair black long nails like mm-hmm. fun effervescent witchy witchy <laughs> um really fucking did it for me <laughs> like i'm going to be honest with you this show not great um magic nice. made it entirely watchable for me because she just, and it's only two seasons, and there are, like, I think, like, ten nice. episodes each season, so it's not super long investment. Um, it's, uh, yeah, and she's uh, she's a she's a witch that she, her, one of her powers is that she can turn into a cat. So she, like, will turn into a cat and then just wander off and be like, a cat, <laughs> and then come back, and then she's just fully kid so there's a lot of situations where it's just like naked cat chick (laughs) and i'm not gonna lie because uh she doesn't look bad she looks great um so yeah definitely a good like background noise kind of show also the guy i think it was the blurry video that i sent you that had the guy that i was like this guy is giving me grace and vibes he's that's where he that's the show that he that he's on so he's like one of Jenna DeWan's I'm characters <laughs> her brother, his brother, and then you almost yeah, had me hard brother, out on this brother, show. Not her brother. Yeah. No, no. Was not incest. Her she was engaged to his brother. And um he shows up and like is part of the plot. And like they're flirting. And so like that scene that I sent you that you couldn't really see, he's just, like, walking out of the room after talking to her, trying on her wedding dress. And he's just, like, he stops in the door and then just kind of does this, like, Prince Eric turnaround and just kind of looks at her with this, like, starry-eyed, like, little goofy grin (laughs) and then just walks out. And I'm like, damn. If that isn't a Dick Grayson... If that isn't a Dick Grayson move Uh with either Uh Babs or Corey, I don't know what is. (laughs) Like... Um, so yeah, it was, and he's got the dark hair and the blue eyes and just, yeah, but yeah, no, it's um, it is not good, but again, <laughs> that's, that's its good.
0: own genre, not good, but very
1: good. like, yeah. Yeah. Listen, there is this subgenre of things that I will watch and it's, this is not good, but it is good to me because it is some bullshit mm. that I can throw on in the background and I'm going to get invested in. Um, that's what Riverdale is to me. That's what Katie Keane has been for me. <laughs> Katie Keene is a delight. It is terrible, but it has been a delight. Um, mostly, I just I cannot say it oh, yeah. for friends on the show. It's just he is too much. It's like his acting notes were like, <clears throat> you'll hate this. Um, his acting note was play this character oh, as if it was no. Angel from Rent. But played oh, by weird. late seventies John Travolta. Yeah, he's got this very like he's trying to like he's Hispanic and his which is it's weird that I say Angel from Rent because his mother, the woman who plays his mother, is Daph- Daphne Rubin Vega, who's the original Broadway Mimi um, in Rent. But uh, he he just has this very like I'm from. His whole character persona is, I am extra gay. So, I, I'm not sure if the actor is gay. It feels like he might be doing too much to be, like, right. selling that he's gay because he's not actually a gay man. Um, or he might Which just there, be one of those people like that, that gay that is his personality. Right. Um, he is He's just too much. And it's like he's a gay theater guy who's a drag queen at night because he's not making it on the stage. And like, I feel like he thinks he's in fame or he's in um, a chorus line where it's like somehow uh-huh. going to magically work in the end. If he just grandstands and it's just, it everything is just so extra and so much all the time with him. And it's very, Sounds it's, exhausting. I just, I hate him. I cannot stand him. And it's like, he's exhausting. I don't under like, Everything else about the show, it's very pretty and they're very delightful. Oh, really? like jo- that's where Josie is now from Riverdale. Yeah. Um R.I.P. Sans Pussy Cats, but R.I.P. Pussycats. And um yeah, it's it's very it's a delight, it's delightful to watch. It's very pretty. She's a fashion designer, so it's like it gives me a lot of Ooh. like comic book Janet Van Dyne vibes. Where it's Love like it. young Janet Van Dyne making her fashion empire. Um, because she's also a very petite brunette and like I wanna I wanna like it more than I do. For sure. But that Jorge character just really ruins it for me. Which also it's like I hate saying that too, because I wanna be like, yeah, I hate the one Hispanic character on the mm-hmm. show. But that's not true, because I like his mom and I like his dad. And there are like other characters on the show that I've enjoyed. It's just he is so much and I hope that like they take the note after the first season and maybe tone it down a little bit for him. But it's like everything is so extra and it's just I can't like no, there's no, the people that are like that in life are exhausting and I don't want to have to invite them into my home every week. Because I have a lot of, I have a couple of gay men friends that gay is their personality, and I'm just like, yeah, I listen, I, to can't, me. I can't, I can't, I can't
0: meet you on this. I, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Like yeah.
1: it's, it can't be your person. Yeah. It can't be all. I can't, it can't be everything. Oh
0: man. Um, yeah. It, well, that's but, that's kind of the thing about yeah. uh, like Riverdale too, where like most of the direction on there is never go more subtle uh, <laughs> like when it could use right. that every once in a while uh, <laughs> just just pull it back just as go there... Uh.
1: there was a um there was a rumor about um fucking <laughs> KJ Appa being cast on, um, yeah, in the new season of Titans as Roy. Good. <laughs> and it's not true. But somebody took, um, somebody <laughs> took a thing from Riverdale because he had that fucking speech and it was, <laughs> the, you haven't then that means you haven't known the triumphs and defeats <laughs> and the epic highs and lows of high school football. And so some- somebody took that and put, that means you haven't known the triumphs and defeats, yeah. the epic highs yeah. and lows of being a Teen understand. Titan. <laughs> <laughs> the weird yeah. thing is, is, I could see that coming from Roy. Yes. But in fairness, he would have been... Of Madge to just in case I needed further proof that I liked women, here's this.
0: I I lost that whole thing, and I'm bummed. That, uh, oh, I said
1: it. I also found a bunch of pictures of Madge Amic from that show that I sent to Caitlin to be like, um, excuse me, <laughs> How, why did it take me so long to know that this exists? In case I needed further proof that I'm a lesbian, here's this. <laughs> Or that mm. I like women. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm, you know, depends on my mood. Oh yeah, there's the fun. Yeah. There's some fun news. Uh, I came out to my parents, um, which was <laughs> a experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Didn't go as bad as I expected.
0: Yeah. We
1: didn't go badly at all, actually. Yeah. Which I'm
0: so happy about.
1: I'm and so I've glad. And I've still like. I've still been. You know, my mom already my mom was like she already kind of knew it was just more of like I had never really said it out loud to her Um, because the last time I had tried Mm -hmm. to tell her in high school, uh, she told me that I was going through a phase and I wanted attention. So I was like, cool, we'll have this conversation another time Um, while I was crying to her that I was in love with my high school best friend. Who then, oh. um, we were no longer... Oh. We, like, stopped being friends. Not because of that. Like, she just decided she wasn't friends with any of us anymore. So, out of nowhere, the senior senior year. So, never really found out why. Um, just it stopped talking to our entire friend mm. group. Senior of high school. um, But, yeah. And so, then I just kind of slipped up, out for my dad. And he was... Said he always kind of figured... But figured I'd tell him when I was ready or was afraid to tell him, which he regretted. And then just said, you know, yeah. uh, as long as whoever you're with, you're with treats you right. And my two rules stand, which is no Mormons and no Packer fans. Which I can, I feel yeah. like those are pretty fair rules. <laughs> I, think, I think think those are not going to be hard that's... to.
0: Yeah. I th- yeah. I think you can manage that. Um, but as as I'm as I'm looking down at my phone, I'm realizing this is going to be <laughs> the longest episode we've done in.
1: Well, we're making ever. up for like five uh, weeks. <laughs>
0: we're, yeah, but since we might be going weekly with this, I think we should we should probably cap it here. Um, but uh. Who knows what I'll get around to next time? Especially now that I am actually working, Uh, it might just be a lot of. That's fair. I mean, I'm still just playing a lot
1: of Skyrim. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm I'm I'm, (coughs) I'm just building buildings and collecting fruit and catching fish. Like that. That's that's my life right now. Um, but until the next time, which might be next week, who knows? Uh I've been caught.
1: I've been Kelsey.
0: And uh we'll, stay we'll fresh see cheese you next
1: bags, time. wash your hands and stay in your home. Bye. Please wash your hands. Please, please stay in your hands. house. Just Please Please, pl- please. just
0: don't touch. Don't, please just don't, abide by the social touch.
1: distancing rules of your state. Please, because the longer that you take to agree with please, those rules, please. the longer we're going to have to do this. And the more people are going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to suck. This sucks. If you hate being home, just just stay stay fresh fresh. cheese bags. Just stay
0: fresh cheese bags.
1: Bye. (laughs)